Chapter 47. So this is what it's like to be a normal person. This is what it's like to not be cursed. In many ways, I've always wanted to feel this way. It seems so much easier than being different and being okay with it. But now I think I've gotten past my childhood worries and insecurities. Knowing that my differences make me stronger helps. I have you to thank for that, Mama. It's what you wanted, isn't it? During the early evening, Ilse assumed her place with Ren and helped scrub the deck. She gazed over their workspace to see the sun setting slowly under the horizon. Her muscles tightened and screamed for rest, but she would rather her arms fall off than be in the same room as Rubens again. He didn't exactly make for good company. Try to move to the left and I'll do the right, Ren said to her. That way, it'll get done sooner. You don't talk the same way as the other men, Ilse said curiously. I mean, your accent is a little different. Ren grinned wryly as he wiped his brow. Yeah, this may sound like a bit of a tall tale, but I actually come from an island called Ravenna, he said, not facing her, but gazing towards the sun with a grin, as if with a feeling of nostalgia. Ilse's eyes widened. She held in her shock by biting her lip and gazing at the ground. That's impossible, Ilse thought. We were the first ones to escape. How did he do it? Maybe he's trying to get me to talk. I haven't heard of that one, Ilse lied. Where is it? Just off the coast of Yelling, if you must know. But my accent comes more from my time in Yelling. I moved there with my two brothers for work. My master found interest in me, and I was sent to school, Ren explained. When I was 15, I went to go home to visit my parents. I was out at sea. I traveled for days upon days, months. It seems silly to say, but... I couldn't find her. I couldn't find Ravenna. It was gone. As if it never existed. What do you mean, gone? Gone as in disappeared. I traveled back to yelling, and I was laughed in the face. No one believed me that a whole island, along with all the people, could vanish out of existence. Ren said with a sullen sigh. Ilse felt bad for lying. He's been away from home a lot longer than she was. I believe you, Ilse blurted. He looked at her, curiously, and then resorted to grinning again. The only one who believes me is a lass, he chuckled. I'm a lady, kind sir, Ilse grinned, raising an eyebrow. Just because I haven't attended school and yelling doesn't mean I haven't a brain to think with. Wren sat back on his heels and laughed. You sound a lot cleverer than half of the duds I had to study with. How long ago were you even in school? Only a year ago. I'm well into my 19th year. Is he trying to flirt? Ilse rolled her eyes at the hint of pride in his voice. She wasn't the best guess at age, but she still found it hard to believe the Ilderums recruited so many young people. You can't be older than me. You're just a bit over my head. Ilse teased. She wondered if this is what it was like to have a brother. Always judging a book by its cover, are we? Ren said, slightly offended. Ilse could tell this was a sore subject. Whoa, whoa, Ilse said, holding her hands up in mock surrender. I'm the right size for my gender and age, thank you very much. Is there a spell to make one stretch to be a bit taller? Someone should teach it to you. I could set your hair on fire at this exact moment if I so wished, he blurted. What, like a fire weaver? 
Ilsie blurted, and she quickly chided herself for saying so. Wren suddenly stopped in shock. What? Did you say fireweaver? Do you even have any idea what a fireweaver is? He said in shock. He was staring at her in awe, dropping his brush. Ilsie used her sleeve to rub her face. He could see a flash of pain on her face as she tried to hide how emotional she was. She hadn't thought about the wall in such a long time. It was almost like reliving the moment. I was there when the walls went up and we were locked in, was all Ilse could say. I'm an ice chanter. Ilse heard the call for the crew to change work shifts. Half of the men resumed maintaining their large sails and the other half abandoned their work to sleep. Ilse was one of them. She wiped her wet hands on her pants and wiped the sweat off her forehead with her arm. She glanced over at Ren, who was already staring at her, but looked away once they locked eye contact. Together, they retreated below deck. They went through the small eating area into another hallway which led to bunks and cabins. Ren leaned closer to her. This conversation isn't over, he muttered. Get some sleep, Ilse murmured in reply. Can I even trust you? I'm working until I'm free. Wren said. I don't work for Rubens, if that's what you're worried about. Ilse nodded firmly, and Wren disappeared into another room. Ilse walked down the narrow hallway and into her room. Please don't hurt us! Who are you? What do you want with us? Stay back! Another voice called out. There was a small candle on a candlestick in the middle of her ill-kept room. Three other young women were huddled together in the far back. Ilse's eyebrows furrowed. They all somehow looked oddly like Ilsie. On the far left was a tiny frizzy-haired blonde, a girl with wavy hair in the middle, and a girl with a long plate to the far right. What are you doing in here? Ilsie asked, perturbed. Rubens, this is one sick joke. They all quickly stood as they realized the voice was feminine. Just ask those men who shoved us in here like animals. The frizzy-haired one cried out. Hush! Ilse said, motioning for them to all sit and relax. Who are you? The girl with the plate asked. I'm a fellow hostage, Ilse said quickly. You're in my room. What are we doing here? The wavy-haired girl asked shakily. They just took me off the street and took me into this boat. The other girls agreed and asked Ilse all sorts of questions at once. Ilse silenced them. Please, just calm down. You are on a Yildirim ship. We are all hostages. I do not know where they are taking us. I basically don't know much more than you do, Ilse said. Where were you before we set sail? Well, after we were captured, we were taken down below deck. One girl shivered. Then they just moved us around and left. All the other ones below. And the captain. Have any of you met him? They all shook their heads no. We were told that we were to stay here and wait for them to get us when they landed, the one with the plate said. After that, no one spoke. Ilse put a hand to her temple to soak all of this information in. She was in this room, now sharing it with three frightened girls. Three girls that looked oddly like her in their own way and apparently were locked up with the other people down below deck. Were they all defects, as the Ilderum crew called themselves? She came to the conclusion that Rubens was one sick man. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Ilse shrugged slightly. My name is Kat. At least, it's what people call me here. The crew gave you a name? The plated hair one asked. It's that or divulge my real name, Ilse answered. No way am I going to be friendly with the people who kidnapped us. Should we have names like that or something? The frizzy-haired girl asked. 
timidly, aware she was interjecting at an awkward moment. That sounds fine, Ilse said. Just about everyone here does too. All right, I pick Mouse, whispered the frizzy-haired one. Doe, the plated one replied. Goose, the third one said, quietly and out of place. It was returned with a confused look from Ilse. Goose? Mouse replied. What kind of a name is Goose? Well, it's all that I could think of. I tried to think of something that starts with a G, since my real name does. How many animals can you think up off the top of your head that starts with a G? She returned, defending herself. Let's see, we have giraffe, gopher, gorilla. Doe mumbled with a sly grin. I like mine better, Goose muttered. Ilse's vision soon adjusted to the faint light, and she got a better look at the girls. Mouse looked five years younger than Ilse. She was much smaller than Ilse, with short, frizzy blonde hair that tickled her cheeks and barely skimmed her shoulders. Her limbs were thin as twigs, and her hair was ruffled and wild, like she just woke up from a fitful dream. Her eyes were beautiful, but her eyes were not green. They were a pretty hazel blue. Doe was more older-looking with a blonde plate hung over her shoulder. It was very long. The girl was huddled on the floor, and the plate was in danger of being stepped on or sat on. She actually looked older than Ilse. The girl instead wore a smug look on her face, and the shadows made her cheeks look sunken and thin. She didn't look very pleasant, as if she chose to still be guarded to protect herself. She held her shawl close to her shoulders. Goose was freckle-faced with long, wavy blonde hair past her shoulders. She still looked a bit perturbed, but she was calmer. Her round cheeks had a small hidden pair of dimples. She, like the others, were still wearing their everyday clothes, albeit a bit frayed and wrinkly. At least it looks like they provided us with blankets, Ilse observed, moving the candle to get a better look at the room she stayed in. It seems like the new cellmates brought perks, like light and something to cover herself while sleeping. What do you think they'll do to us? Goose asked. We must have done something to be separated from the others like this. I'm trying to figure that out, too, Ilse answered.